Hello and welcome back to this Irish Life podcast. Number five. Number five. Part, Part two. two. Boom. Yeah. There we go. Part We're two, back. everybody. We're, We're back. back. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so P is out. So anyway, man, we were uh, basically peas out. Peas out. We're so back. that was reset again. That was a nice little thing we've done there, you knowing the vitamin C and all the other stuff. Yeah. But we'll move on because we don't want to do too much RTE. We don't want to do too much RTE. Yeah. RTE is. We're a just part gonna of carry it. on. It is yeah. a part of it. Sure. Uh, carry on. Where, what are we going to talk about? Tell me. Oh tell man. Me, tell me. Enjoyable. What I want to talk about something is enjoyable. Something that makes me feel happy and everyone else as well. Enjoyable pastimes. Yeah. Enjoyable so, pastimes. What to you would be an enjoyable pastime? For me, I have, I have several enjoyable pastimes. Mm. Um, each one makes me gives me something different. But let's say taking it at a basic level, one of my most enjoyable pastimes is actually going for a walk. Keeping it simple, keeping it away from the gym and yeah, all those yeah, other things I like arts, to do, martial arts. Awesome. But going for a walk. Just because we're sitting here, we're looking at the walkway, and it just reminds me that mm. it's one of the most simplest things that any form of exercise and movement, where you're filling your lungs with air and you're enjoying yourself, mm. the simplest things. In turn, you're getting endorphins as well because the body's moving, like. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, walk. What about you? Uh, I I have a number of things I love doing, but enjoyable pastimes. To be honest, man, I, I love. I love hanging out with people. I like, mm. it's only as in getting older and starting to tune into kind of the whole getting of energy off people and stuff like that. And I like, I like meeting friends like yourself, hanging out, having a bit of crack doing this podcast. That's good. Uh, I like staying in contact with people on Facebook. I like stuff that I never did before actually, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it in a different view now, like a more kind of a, a legit view. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to you on Facebook or liking your stuff, I'm probably genuinely talking to you or genuinely yeah. liking you. That's whereas it's not before, just for the sake of it. Yeah, whereas before I wouldn't even go near it, you know? Yeah. But um no, it's I just think that enjoyable pastimes honestly, to me, we did a bear grills thing there years ago for um charity yeah. thing we raised uh, towards cancer and uh, another charity towards sudden infant death, which is you know, two really heartwarming charities. But we uh Hiking, hiking's cool. That was very cool. Remember when we were walking through those mountains and yeah. we were just up. Like that's going a, that's a, that's if you think the view about it, that's, of the sea. That's a different that's type a, of exercise. There, yeah. no one's used to that. Unless you do it, yeah. you will collapse and be left there. And either a helicopter is getting you, or <laughs> you're gone. Like like there's yeah, people go up in those actually, mountain I never, walks I never and think like considered that. it's only a walk. Yeah. I'm mean, grand. I'm from here. They go off in, they're like stuck up a mountain for the whole day or the night or whatever. Like, man, that's insane, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hiking is cool, though. Hiking. You, you, you I gotta enjoy check, a hike. You gotta check out professionals if you're gonna get into it. You can't just go hiking, it's just like a, it's a legit thing. You can't just buy boots and say no, I'm a hiker. You gotta fucking speak to someone who knows where you're going and tells you, look, when it gets dark, you're gonna get stuck there because you, there's no lights there or don't you have a torch, you have a torch or yeah. things are. Things are cool, but that's a cool pastime. Love hiking. Love to do more of it, to be honest. I know it's becoming a big thing. People love it. But it, it seems every time I hear of a hiking story going up, you know, Quran Tool, a mountain there, one of the biggest mountains in Ireland, in Kerry, uh, you hear of one guy always being there who knew where to go. Mm. You know, like it was a leader guy who mightn't be a leader, but maybe he's the most knowledge of... There's, a, there's somebody who knows or there. So I think that's quite important. Even when we did the Bear Grylls that time, I had to ring a guy from West Cork who gave me three three 
trails, three maps to go. And after two phone calls later, he decided for me to cancel two of them and go on one. Remember that? It yes. was like a, he wanted me to do the safest one because there was 30 of us and all this, yeah. which was great advice. He didn't come with us. He told us what to do, where to go, how to get there. And if we get to the certain ending, we're on the right track, you know, which was helpful. So I'd, I'd, I'd do love to remember that, to be honest. when we went up? That face. And that was sorry that was for people who, especially people across the water, that was held in Alleys in West Cork, which is the Bera Peninsula, which is an amazing place. Absolutely amazing. Breathtaking. We An old out. copper mine that was there that we did a walk through. Oh, that was an amazing. What a place! A lot of history out. behind the place as well. And we went into the town then as well. Remember the? That was cool. It was a fun weekend, yeah, actually, was wasn't it? That was actually but, uh, a, a really good time. Obviously, then we always go to martial arts, you know, pastime. That's a good one. Not yeah. going to go mad into it just yet. but uh, Acting on it and also watching it and studying it and yeah. enjoying it. There's many different well, there's aspects. There's a reason why your sensei, let's say, in a class would be showing you something. Mm. It's so you can learn it from looking at it. So the same thing goes for watching something then on TV or whatever. You can actually learn jujitsu from watching UFC. Like you yeah. can literally go, okay, that's how you get out of a guy choking me. You twist and you kind of get up back on your feet. I guarantee if you tried it four times, you'd probably have it. Like you know, there's movement that we use. It's very natural, and that's why we like doing these things. But um, surfing, rowing, all those other cool kind of sports. But surfing is another one that you don't have to be a pro. You can kind of get into it. Bodyboard, skateboarding, mm. uh, if you've good balance, rollerblading. Yeah, ice, enjoyable. ice skating. That for they love that in Canada. Ice skating. Ice yeah. skating is good crack. You're going to get hot. They love that though. in Scandinavia as well. They're big into it. They mm. play ice hockey up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tough dudes, boy. Very yeah. tough. Ice I work with a Finnish dude. Yeah. They are tough They're... dudes, man. Big, skillful, athletic, fit. Probably good at this functional pattern stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, walking functional patterns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, it is interesting because uh, enjoyable pastimes, forget about sport. Yeah. Could be like, you know, going for a walk with your kid who you only see twice a week. It could yeah. be, it could be uh, planning what you're going to do next uh, every week and you don't, you don't have any hobby, but you're going to do something different all the time. You're going to paint a picture this week, yeah. next week you're going to, maybe that's your pastime, could being be spontaneous. For a journey somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, um, do you know what's becoming a big thing now, actually? Out. People are big into this, man. It's kind of exciting. Treasure hunting. Ooh, real treasure. Yeah, there's a key in Florida, anyway, that has a supposedly real treasure from, from pirates, which is like super tropical and whatever in this place. And uh, that has real treasure there. There's a real treasure from Vikings and old castles just like this around all, like the Liffey, the Lee, the Thames in England, they keep finding gold coins and Roman coins. Right, and so stuff there's like a that. show on the Discovery Channel actually about that. Yeah. I think isn't it? Treasure so, hunters. So you got these cool dudes yeah. who run around with little metal detectors, like, and they're finding stuff. Like, yeah. it's not a bad pastime if you're doing nothing and you it's buy good. an old metal detector for yourself, and then yeah. look into the history of the coin, and you know there's it's a hobby there yeah. for yourself. You would yeah. enjoy there, you know. You could probably do a bit along here. I wonder was oh. there many ships sank along here? There must have been. It's oh man, without a doubt. Yeah, no and doubt. They, so there's probably like some serious see, a old, ship that could be it could be down to dodgy right? fucking craftsmanship as well, like you know, carpenter was a pisshead, forgot to nail a couple of nails, and <laughs> the ship was gone over to the harbour there, and she sinks like. 
Was I it? was more saying from like cannons firing yeah, and stuff. I, I know in. that I was only joking. Oh, all right, I was saying it's serious. <laughs> in reference to a bit of carpentry. Oh, the carpentry, but like uh, yourself, is it? Ah, uh, sure. Putting what? together shabby boats. Yeah, exactly. Shabby uh, enough, carpenter rash. You're going to build say. a boat. Is that oh, dream still alive, is it? That dream is alive. Is it? We, we won't go into boat. that. No. I'll get there someday. No one day. But, uh, yeah, so, basically, the... So, what else the enjoyable enjoyable. Things. Come here, I love the gym. To Going back to the exercise as well. What I get out of doing some yoga stretches in the, at the start of a workout and some compound exercises. Mm. So a couple of bench presses... You know, no, not weights too heavy. You know, no problem either to do heavy if you want. Yeah, Some oh people yeah. might want to pump. You well, know, if you want to pump, pump. But I like, I like doing kind of the higher reps. Bit yeah. Of, bit of weight. Do some squats. Some um, some deadlifts. Some Romanian deadlifts. Some pull ups, and then plenty of core work. Mm. And I find that there's a good oh, that keeps the you. The core in one is a big one. Actually, shape. I think we always leave leave out which you're gonna. Core, yeah. and, you know, the legs up on the coffee table, you're kind of coming up. A lot of people don't like doing the core. Whenever yeah. I say to people, and Superman in for your core. back at the same time, you should always do your back if you're doing your front, like anything. But, uh, yeah, most I, definitely. I, I, I was, I was going to say there, uh, basically, this is something kind of moving on from something different, but it, moving it is. Moving on, is it? Well, not moving on. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, the, the stuff we're on about is enjoyable pastimes. What I think is a cool pastime, obviously. You do as well, because we've done a bit of jujitsu and martial arts. Yes. But do you remember what I was saying about martial arts versus martial arts? Yeah, this is this is actually very interesting. And I'm looking forward to this. I uh, think it's unreal. Like, what wins versus... Or you got karate versus... Say, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Or a so. boxer against a kickboxer. Yeah. Who wins? Taekwondo you... guy versus kickboxer. I'd love to know. What wrestler the... versus the boxer. Or the yeah. Bar. Like, what are the mechanics of that? Because you seem to have a bit of an idea about yeah. based on your uh, yes. your humble knowledge of the sport. So basically, it kind of goes like this. I think anyway. I've heard experts. Supposedly at the round table, they've all these like, top fighters who have been there, mm. now they're retired. Get these guys together and they talk about the knowledge of how they've learned this and learned that and what they think would be the best to have or whatever. So it kind of goes, it's kind of funny, right? So karate anyway, don't do any leg kicks. So the Muay Thai do. So because of that, the Muay Thai has an advantage over the karate, right? Mm -hmm. No, the karate does do elbows, just like Muay Thai. And they also do punching bare knuckle, which is pretty badass. So karate, just because they don't do leg kicks, they do sweeps. Okay. Which is like a leg kick. So they probably trip up off your balance and stuff like that. They have a Muay Thai. So karate and Muay Thai will be similar, but uh, Muay Thai just has one or two extra ones to beat it. Yeah. Okay. Which is a breakdown. Then, which is weird, Taekwondo would like be up against karate and... Karate would probably outdo Taekwondo because Taekwondo is very jumpy around the, it does a lot of flaky, like 70% kicks, 30% punches, they say. So if you were to jump around and try kick a karate guy, they reckon the karate guy's timing and the way he's all about like the power and the defense and all that, they, they, they even put the karate guy over the Taekwondo guy. So they, it's debatable now saying that, some people would totally dis disagree, right? But just the weirdest thing is the Taekwondo guy would beat the Muay Thai guy. Because there's a lot of videos that kind of back up this thing what yeah. I'm saying. So basically, whatever happens then is the kickboxer then can beat the taekwondo guy. 
So there's like a chain of who may beat who and who may not beat who and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's amazing. Isn't so, it? And then you've got boxing, wrestlers, Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well. You've got all those potentially going against the others. Like what would a, a BJJ, Brazilian jiu-jitsu versus Muay Thai, you know? Uh, that would Who'd be... Who do you a, reckon it come like top Like if it was a straight up BJJ versus Muay Thai, uh, if your man gets to the ground, the BJJ guy, it's, it's not going to be good for the Muay Thai guy. The Muay Thai guy will be used to a bit of grappling from the clinch walk. He might get back to his feet once or twice. Uh, the only thing is, if the Jiu-Jitsu guy gets up, this goes for karate or Muay Thai or Taekwondo. Any standing martial art, if they're standing and your man's a wrestler or a... A jiu-jitsu guy. Standing striking, you mean, yeah. as well. Yeah. Let's say if the, if the Muay Thai guy gets up onto his feet <clears> and <throat> he now gets to punch or kick the, the jiu-jitsu guy, the jiu-jitsu guy is probably fucked. He might he might grab hold of an arm and pull guard in the middle of it and maybe submit your man. But they reckon, like, there's an old saying, I'm a black belt, I get punched in the face. I'm a purple belt, I get punched in the face again. I'm a blue belt. I get punched in the face a third time. I'm now a white belt and I'm concussed. So there's an art to jiu-jitsu. You don't get hit. Yeah, get that's so part close. of the art. Yeah, it is. It's it, not getting That's what hit. makes it so specific nice. and dangerous because they're like assassins. Yeah. They go in with one thing, one thing only. Limbs, neck. It's like neck. Jason Bourne kind of shit if you think about it. Limbs, like... neck, that's it. They don't give a fuck about punching. See, it takes a lot of energy to punch. So, you know, you're hoping you're going to hurt your man. And you know, physics says a lot of people can take a punch. So if you start if you start throwing punches, you can throw punches for a while. Like you might yeah. knock a man out, like especially might with better, fighters. Might fighters better can, to pop an elbow. Fighters can take hits. But uh, choke a dude out and go about go back on your merry way. Yeah, but wrestlers seem to have problem problems with the BJJ guys. So that'd be like a two grappling martial arts versus each other. So who's you reckon would do it? Next? I reckon BJJ. It looks yeah. like that. Yeah, cool enough. Wrestlers have the power and the fast twitch and the muscle and all the the athletic ability over the BJJ guy. Mm. Maybe if the wrestler was fitter, he'd probably batter the BJJ guy. But Just like getting up with him, hanging yeah. off him and banging Slamming him back him down. Yeah, like going Matt Hughes style. He's on the back and he's just... Rah, UFC fans would get me now when I say Matt, Matt Hughes, Hughes. Matt Hughes back bear. in the day was just a slammer. Like, yeah. And he actually added a bit of jiu-jitsu to his game, so he was super dangerous. He was like one of those hybrids who had it all. He was very good. Who was the guy that came after Matt Hughes again? St. Pierre. Who was his protege? Oh, Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler, yeah. yeah. And what's your man, Matt Hughes' trainer, was that Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. It starts with M, is it? Miocic, uh, Miletic, Pat Militich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a great history there, yeah. the richness of passing cool, down cool dudes. the skills. Good, yeah. good, good, good uh, camaraderie there between coaches and fighters and probably coaches and fighters spared which is very important because your coach would beat your ass like you know mm. properly like yeah. no problem so you're listening to a guy who knows better than you probably kick your ass as well and then you're sort of going to even try to do what he's telling you like you know nice. so you're probably the best person on your side to yeah. have and that's usually the way it works with martial arts clubs that's it well, who's Robbie Lawler uh, will Robbie Lawler have another what's up with Robbie Lawler he went to um why did he pull out of the UFC 205? Um, Sorry, no, it's me. No, you're grand, you're grand. He, I don't know. I, I've, I was he's making suspicion he doesn't want to be hit anymore. Yeah, like. I think that's it. Look, it comes a time where you've got to hang up the gloves if the doctor's checking yeah. the skull there. And he had a good run, like, pretty he missed did. the money. 
I'd like them all to get money though, to be yeah. honest. I think if you're getting cracked in the head like that, you should be getting big money. Do you know what, man? There's plenty of money nowadays in being a UFC, or it's not an UFC even, an MMA pundit. I mean, you got UFC now, you got Bellator, mm, you got yeah. all of the, what's the other ones? I mean, there's one what's or two others. World, World, World Series of Fighting. You got uh, One FC, which is over in Asia. They're going to take over Asia, One FC. Right. Crazy. One FC I mean, are going to like, take over China. Like, if China get control, of anything at all in this industry and make it grow, I'd say China would kick ass because China have the um, the kung fu like they're natural MMA. Is what they really? are. Really? Yeah. Mixed martial arts is kung fu. Everything came from kung fu, and it's is all that where the it's all is? related to the tiger claw. Is the snake? Is the monkey? Yeah. So the gorilla. I don't know much about kung fu. Kung fu, fu is all based on nature. Where like you would see the gorilla attacking the other gorilla, and you would do a wrestler attack. Then you know, like and yeah. the the snake, it would be like a boxer standing, and then boom, he slip out a jab. So like that's where like the snake would come from, and yeah. you know, like there's 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 interpretation with every animal to how you defend your your land. You know, I suppose when even when you look at an animal before they're about to fight, they kind of stalk each other and oh, they yeah. look at each other yeah. and the then they say, bam. Well, I yeah, saw two cats fight fighting in the back garden. Yeah. The fight that. or flight kicks in. You're either going to fight or you're going to flight. And if you feel you're going to be in the advantage in the situation, you're going to fight. And if you feel you're going to be in a disadvantage in the situation, you're going to fly, which mm -hmm. is get out of dodge, which is a good move because if someone's too you big or there's too many people you there, have to fight you fight another go. day. Yeah, but if you've got to stand and fight, and you've no choice because someone's with you, you know, you know you're in a situation. You're getting you may have to protect like someone. Yeah, you might be getting mugged or something. Then the fight or flight is there for you to fight. Mm. And what happens is your whole body jolts with adrenaline. So your arms and your legs. This is why I think we're superhuman as well. We're actually, our genetics, we're superhuman mm. and we're not now. But, you know. but then yeah. you, you get filled up with this energy where you can like run or you could like hit someone really hard or maybe tackle someone really hard and get someone out of trouble or you know, just swim out to someone and grab them in the water and swim back, you know. It doesn't like necessarily have to, of some sort. Yeah, you seem to have this like you have grannies lifting up cars and like literally just that's true, is it? Oh yeah, grannies lifting up cars. Not just grannies, people, just men, just people in situations lifting up like grates, shore grates that fell on top of kids. Just oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So people getting adrenaline. Sure, that's what adrenaline is. You get a pump of strength that is unnatural, and uh, it wouldn't last long. That's why. Going off adrenaline, you get so tired as yeah, well. Yeah, it just dumps it. It seems to give you this jolt of your fight or flight gets kicked in. How would you go about getting a natural adrenaline rush then? Oh, you're going running. You're, you're doing your endorphins. You're you're getting sprints going. You're all the kind of stuff that we ran about before. But um, definitely, uh, it's cool the way MMA has evolved. Like we ran about karate versus Muay Thai versus Taekwondo versus kickboxing versus boxing versus wrestling versus BJJ. Now, my interpretation of who would win out of all them, I'm obviously going to piss people off saying, you know, Muay Thai would be karate. It's only your opinion. You are your I'm just giving a rough it, kind of yeah. estimate of an example of how you could look at the arts. Yeah, fight and, to fight at the yeah. end of the day. Oh yeah, and it's down to cardio at the end of the day. Because if you have no cardio, your man's just going to smother you yeah. and batter you. Like. And it also comes down to injuries as well. Oh, and yeah. a wide variety of different yeah. factors. So and then in the few, like, we're in the future now. We're 21 years later away from the beginning of MMA. And what it looks like now is that unless you're doing all of them, 
All of the above we just went down about. You are going to sink like. You're yeah. not going to swim. You're going to get tapped out or you're going to get knocked out or you're going to get oh, cardioed. And... You have to have them all. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's an Irish guy, his name is, uh, I'm going to give him a bit of a prop. Prop right up. Uh, number one anyway, Donny Cronin, the guy who gave us um sponsor for the cartoon photo, which is cool. We love it. This Irish Listen. life. Listen, Donny. Shine the bells on it. Hashtag this Irish life. He trained this guy in rowing. His name oh, is John right. Mitchell. He's only a kid. He's only like 21. So um, he been rowing for a while. He was a good rower, really high level. I think he won a couple of national championships. Some serious cardio then. Oh, this guy you know is like super athlete, definitely. Man. So he went well, to then. put that and mix it with martial arts. Yeah. So he went to weigh then, right? And Donny, Donny does karate. Donny's a brown belt in karate. He fights in him. And Donny's after over 20 fights in karate. Like. And Donny loves this guy. So he follows him on Facebook. And he's like, how are you getting on, whatever. So it turns out, you man, this guy, John Mitchell, is um, he's big into MMA. He's after doing a shitload of Muay Thai, went to Thailand loads of times fighting, a load of Muay Thai fights, so he brought up his, his striking skill set in a big way. He's now uh, practicing BJJ for over a year, I think, which is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and he had his first MMA fight, um, I don't know, was it like two months ago, or maybe a second fight or something, but he's fighting again like in two months, I've seen an ad, Donny posted one of his, nice. like he's fighting, he's on another post, but he's fighting again. Very good. And, uh, so he's handy. Oh, he's good. He's, he's good. good. But, but my point that is, helps. What I, my point is, is we covered rowing, mm. and we covered martial arts, and this is a crossover. This guy is a fast twitch beast from going up and down a river, pulling himself, He's like super ball of muscle, all all weightlifting 14 times a week, training, and now he's after applying that mindset to martial arts, MMA. I'd say he's going to end up in UFC, to be honest. Because he looks well, like... He's got a hell of a mix. I mean, that's... John Mitchell. To put all that together... Kid. I mean, these, these guys, I mean, like he's a young kid. He's already a super athlete. I love these kind of kids it's as like well something because... something that will come out of Russia. They're looking up to the older guys, but you know what? It's these guys we should be looking up to. Mm. The kids should be looking up to these guys who are trying to make it. Because you know what? When he goes to UFC, it's too early. Or mm -hmm. it's too soon. Sorry. Like, he needs to chill out and fight around these organisations. Get up the, get up the um, experience. Build up 10 fights, you know. Get some... Not, maybe get beaten once or twice. I don't know. Try not to get beaten, not of like, course. Not like CM Punk. No. I know, but like, and do this right. And then when he hits UFC, he'll be a badass. And if the Irish on the side as well, like, go on, John Mitchell. Anyway, yeah. moving on. On the topic of UFC, I love talking UFC. No, obviously, UFC has its negative points and stuff. But uh, how about a hot, hot topic? Ta hot topic. Hot topic. Okay, man, I'm going to bust in with a hot topic. Bust in. We nearly forgot the hot topics this evening. Uh, we're doing a special. Did we, do, time. did we do any hot All topics right. in the first half? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. That's all right, though. We covered a lot of stuff. We did. We kind of decided we weren't going to, I think, didn't we? I don't know. We did, yeah. We, yeah. we decided if the hot topic popped up. But this is a hot topic. And this, this is, is a, a hot serious topic. hot topic. Yeah. Hot topic. Are you going to call it a hot topic? Yeah, well, man, you can call do it a hot want, topic. Yeah, Coconut oil. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. Coconuts are amazing. And coconut oil is absolutely amazing. Organic. Organic, well, everything should be organic yes, to the greatest extent possible. I don't know, do they spray pesticides and coconut trees in wherever coconuts are grown in the Caribbean or wherever they are? But, um, I yeah. Doubt it. How the fuck would you get up there doing that? Like, they seem very natural. Yeah, I would imagine that there's not many pesticides. Mm, probably I mean, not. I'd say probably most organic. coconuts yeah. are organic, you know. 
Nice. But um, so coconut oil is full of essential fatty acids, so mm. essential fats, um, which promotes uh, brain growth. This was something that you were mentioning earlier. I, I reckon this is a theory they're going to try to prove now. Two spoons it. a day for so 60 days. So what did they days. say? Two, what is it? Two scoops a day of a spoon a day for 60 days okay. is going to enhance your brain function. So you'll think quicker, you'll be more alert, you'll be more sharp or whatever. Um, you won't have brain fog, which happens to a lot of people from not sleeping and stuff. Is this a, f a study? Was this uh, done? Well, this is actually someone who has a theory who studies uh, different foods and they haven't proved it yet. I suppose the, the omega is obviously in the good fats yeah. for the brain. Testing uh, aside. Inflammation is a big amazing. one for it. Yeah. Uh, your skin, I think. You've seen your skin as well. Skin, yeah, it's amazing. You can use coconut oil as a sun tan oh, lotion. Nice. It's a natural uh, UV protection. I use nice. it in my body. Do you, know what, do you know what I think it's super important? It brings your testosterone levels to the optimum level. It's unreal. Does it really? In your body. Oh yeah, it does yeah. Nice. It needs to, like if you're over 35 and you're a man, if you're, over, if you're over 25 and you're a man. If you're anyone, anytime. And and this is weird thing as well. It's not just, like just because it gives men testosterone doesn't mean it gives women testosterone. That's the weirdest thing about it. It's like super good for women as well. Yeah. So like, it just, I think what it, I think what it does is, I don't know. I think it just balances your hormones. Like women need yeah. a, bit, a bit of testosterone as well, and men need a bit of estrogen as well. Yeah, they're both. There. But um, yeah, so it's interesting. Like a hot topic, coconut oil, coconut and obviously oil. they're saying you can have it in your obviously coffee they're saying as well. That it's a cancer fighter as well. Yeah. You know that big time, but, cancer, yeah, fighter. big time cancer fighter, big time cell enhancer, you regeneration, know, regeneration, just all round. I think Coconut it's an antioxidant as well. I think so, yeah. It has an amazing bunch of characteristics. Crazy, and, right? And uh, you can have it so many different ways. You can mm. cook with it. I actually have a huge amount of coconut oil in coffee because I stopped drinking mm. milk like, in yeah, coffee. Yeah, and you blend it then and it goes all milky. I blend it. It's like the Bulletproof coffee except without the cream. Well, not like the cream, without the, uh, without the butter. Because yeah, I'm trying to need the butter. The I think you don't need the butter, man. Yeah, just I stick just with the oil it. and it's good, like. And it's uh, it's so delicious, like a good spoon of you coconut really good oil. From it. You feel amazing, yeah. and it gives the coffee that extra taste. I it's love a it. different angle really nice. on the coffee. Suppose you, actually, she was trying it's to get Aoife to do it when she was pregnant. Suppose you're very good for pregnant women, uh, coconut oil. Very good nice. for hormone balance and all that no stuff. Doubt. Like, don't we run about the calcium and take it out of the body? All that stuff being in check, you know? Yeah. So, um, very ancient remedy as well, isn't it? Coconut oil can been used for hundreds if not thousands Jeez, of years yeah. as a natural remedy it's amazing so coconut oil coconut coconut it'd be a good investment wouldn't it if you opened yeah. a farm a coconut well, fucking farm i was thinking how could you know i've actually been thinking Conor O'Brien over how, Canada, how can we grow that? like oranges and lemons and all these how is there i wonder if there are any way to do it like even like with the help of technology mm. is there any way to do it no gmo <laughs> no gmo all natural and the soil would be natural. Mm. We're going to talk about one time. I don't know we would talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. But remember the guy, the herb guy in the roots that you went to see? Oh, Remember yes. that fella yeah. and what he said about the soil, mm. that our soil is very mineral deficient and that when you grow plants in mineral deficient soil, you don't have a plant he was that a, is he was a, nutrient dense. He was a biologist. He was a teacher in school. That, and you, don't have a, that you don't have a plant as nutrient dense as mm, you would sorry, if yeah. you grew it in soil that had a high mineral content. Okay. So 
the key to making supercharged food is to grow food in highly mineralized soil, soil. or potentially highly mineralized water if maybe mm. if you're doing a alkaline soil well, not no alkaline isn't necessarily good. You need like a Acidic lot of soil, is it? I suppose it is alkaline because all the minerals well, are alkalizing minerals alkaline like soil, magnesium, yeah. calcium, soil. zinc. They're yeah, all alkalizing. I heard alkalizing. that before, a reference from farmers, alkalizing yeah. soil. Um, but so, that's yeah, cool enough. That was unreal. So if you're hot topic, hot topic. But come here anyway. Back to the testosterone for men. Yeah. Keep an eye on that stuff. Keep, do the exercises to help it. Functional patterns, all that stuff and get the coconut oil in. What about the, uh, as we're on about coconut oil, I'd say a lot of fighters in MMA, Bellator and UFC will be big on it. No uh, doubt. Keep, you know, because they supposedly like, you know, all that testosterone being high kind of feeling helps your, like, you not feel like you don't want to fight. Mm -hmm. Do you know? So you'll be, oh, you'll, you'll yeah. be trying to check out all the list. And don't get me wrong, no one wants to fight. It's not a natural thing to fight. Like these guys are fighting for money. You know, they're trying yeah. to make a living out of it. They wouldn't be fighting otherwise. No, like, and, like not to this. I'm sure Lord McGregor right. loves fighting and loves and all. But like at the end of the day, they don't really want to hurt each other. They want to beat each other in a skilled contest, and the contest is hand-to-hand -hand combat, and it's martial art versus martial art. And we were saying it's down to whoever does the homework and does the most work. Like nutrition and coconut oil nutrition, coconut comes oil. into that to so if you go on the piss extent. and if you start like eating shit food while you're on your camp or whatever it all shows in your fight yes it will yeah. come out at the end of the day but you or know your what? race let's say you're racing and rowing or running or whatever you know. yeah it's going to come out but at the uh, end of sticking the day. to the ufc because we're trying to do it a little bit special on ufc here aren't we yeah we're going to have a chat about the ufc yeah. i think we, we so both love ufc i love it man it's very good to cover people are interested at the moment we love it do you know who i love talking about uh i want to talk about uh besides the top top people in ufc um I also want to uh, cover um, how we're going to use people like the, the, the women's part of UFC, which is the, the, yeah, the women's, we'll give that a, we'll give the that women's a category, you know, which is very interesting because uh, you got the likes of Ronda Rosie, who was a 135 champ. 135 champ, undefeated for a very, very long amount of time and became an absolute superstar in America. Six arm bears in amateur career, seven arm bears in professional career. She was career an Olympian. Before she started knocking people out. Yeah. And that was like, like all first round finishes now as well. That's what, she was an Olympian judoka. She was, and she judoka. arm barred the judoka. shit out of everyone. Arm she knocked one or two out, but arm barred yeah. most of everyone. Poor oh. Alicia Tate got her arm popped She was the, and to be fair to her now, let's give her props, she was the ultimate athlete. She showed you come she from was, the yeah. Olympics and you came in, you kick ass. Yeah. She beat all the wrestlers, all the top girls who were like top wrestlers. And she made really women's MMA. Oh, she did? Yeah. It was built on her back. It was? Yeah. You know, she was an amazing superstar and an amazing, amazing yeah. role she's model. She's a great bit of stuff, to be fair to her. I know, I know she's gone the whole movie route and she yeah. got knocked out by Holly. We're going to talk about that next. I but saw an ad potentially fair, for herself in Cyborg. Age. Imagine that. I don't Ooh. think she'd fight Cyborg. Rhonda, if you're listening, I think she's would well she fight able to Cyborg? Cyborg? Yeah, I think she's well I'm shit out of her. Yeah, Cyborg's head as well. I'd say, yeah. say, she, say she's grappling all round as good. Rhonda Rosie made one mistake, and that's she forgot what she was the best at. No, no, she did. She she fights on emotion. She needs to tune out. 
Stop giving into the always, fear. Did she always fight on emotions, you reckon? All oh, those armbars. A lot of fighters in UFC home. fight on emotion, man. They all stand and bang. She never like, stood and bang were... before, though. Yeah. I mean, why well, did she stand and bang? She thought she, she was a. She tried to she outbox Holly Holm. Well, see, she beat. Uh, beat uh, Beth Cohea. Yeah, she beat. Yeah, but... She beat her with like a, a kind of a judo pushing style with uppercuts, yeah. and eventually she knocked her out, which happened like in the first round, which was kind of cool. But she Holly, Holly, Holly is a world champion yeah. boxer, professional. Not amateur, just professional. Kickboxing, world champion as well. Mm -hmm. Same coach for all the career. <clears throat> and no same coach in MMA. So that means this woman is like really, really on top of her plan. Where she's going and how she styles. She's a counter fighter, Holly Holm. Which is like, you know, you stand back and leave them, throw a shot. You duck it. And then you pop him with a shot. Mm. Muhammad Ali was a counter fighter as well. A lot of the most successful fighters yeah, are yeah. counter fighters. Because you've got good you movement. In. And you use your fitness to move. Yeah. And then you pop him with an old when they're, they've overextended or whatever. That's Is the that, science of boxing, I suppose. Is but, McGregor a, a counter striker? Yeah, he's counter as well, yeah. Yeah. But doesn't he push forward? But yeah. I suppose Mc he pushes forward, Mc McGregor, makes them pop McGregor, and then counter strikes. McGregor is actually the one guy who does both, they reckon. He makes you attack him, but he also attacks you. Yeah, he's moving forward. But he uses that he movement makes... thing again, you know. Yeah. So he makes it look like he's attacking you. So you feel like you have to attack him. And then he almost counters back and then pops you. So it's kind of like, it's the art of... Um, the art, the art of countering is actually making it look like you're not countering. So yes. that's what McGregor does. He does. Well. He looks like he's just walking you down, as he mm. says. But all the time, he's inviting the attack. He does and get when hit. The attack, he does, he does, get does hit. yeah, he does. That's the thing. Like, but he dodges a lot. He slips. Mm. He's very, very crafty. And he's boom. Gonna, I think he's going to get better. You're always going to get caught. You're always going to get caught. Kevin was saying that actually defected uh, in the third round. If you actually look at that, him and Diaz fight where he lost to Diaz. Everyone was like, oh, he was in trouble there. You actually look at what he did. That's the thing he would do when he was sparring. He would bounce up and down and slip like 30 punches and he'd rest in the in the slipping. Mm. And Kavanaugh said that what you've seen there, if you go back again and look at the third round, right, he took a couple of shots or whatever. But a lot of it was literally him just repeating what he'd do in the club, slipping punches, like super relaxed in the pocket. And then he just knew he lost the round. So he just left him take the round. He was never really in any major trouble. It just looked like Diaz had walked him in the round a bit. Yeah. A lot of slappy shots. What about the running? What about running as it's becoming more prevalent in UFC? We saw Alistair Overeem running away oh, from Steve yeah. Miocic as well. What about that? What you reckon? McGregor ran from Diaz, definitely. But it I think was a bit of running. It nope. was a bit of moving away and resetting. Yeah, I think McGregor was like after giving three rounds of war before he even moved on the back foot, to be fair. And as well, McGregor could do that as a deceptive movement. He could jump back in with a spinning back kick, which is a movement you could do running away. Yes, indeed. He was using You could movements. do a spinning back kick running away. Using, no running. using the run as an offensive weapon. Like, he was resetting after. So, you don't know what he was playing at, especially with movement. I don't think he was ever really in trouble running. I think he was always on top of Diaz when Diaz was coming in. That's why Diaz was coming in going, what are you running for, man? Yeah. That was a big play act of Diaz showing that instead of actually running after him, attacking him, yeah. So it does reset though. You do get a small bit of it like right I'm right in front of him now again. I have about three meters before he gets any closer in the next split second. What am I gonna what am I gonna I'm gonna out? pop him with a jab and stay there, you know. Yeah. So there's Overeen, no need to stand banging. Overeen in that heavyweight fight last week, which was very cool, against the heavyweight champion, Steve Amiochik. Yeah, he's a bear. Who's from um 
Croatia originally. No, Cleveland. Cleveland, America. Croatian That's where they love. He's a fireman. Yeah. He's a fireman, fireman in yeah. Cleveland. What a legend. Yeah. You know, if he's a fireman, he's a beast. All firemen are beasts. He's a super Hence beast my fireman. granddad, who was a fireman. Was he a beast. fireman? Yeah. Donald, Donald O'Brien. Animal. Won the, won the city sports when he was 13. Really? Yeah. yeah. Fireman was the only Oh, I tell you, man, if you were super smart or super fit or whatever, uh, sorry, if you were super fit, you would be in the top pickings of being a fireman. Fitness was uh, an Fitness, important... strength, ability, athletic ability, that's a big one. Because, you know, you're saving people, climbing other buildings and stuff. Yeah, you need how many, to do good How many shape. times can you get up and down the ladder? Like, yeah. If you're the fastest in the school, you're probably going to be able to pull it off better than the other guy, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... Fireman, Stipe Miocic, heavyweight champion. Uh, Alistair Overeem running away from him. Alistair Overeem resetting and trying to trying to do in this kind of thing where Stipe wasn't taking anything. Stipe ran after him. Yeah, Stipe was a like, come here, run, yeah. run you do. He yeah. was giving him nothing. Stipe, like, see, sometimes if you leave the guy run, he's going to have that reset on you. So the best way really is to cover up and run after him maybe yeah keep the distance yeah. closed yeah. don't give him that space that he's looking for I'm surprised at Overeem because he's a Muay Thai world champion mm. and the first thing they tell you in Muay Thai is block up and walk forward yeah. teep knee grab but, on clinch they tell, I think they use the all the, the, the skills you know and uh, he didn't do any of that he ran he was afraid of the boxing Stipe caught him once or twice he kind of got a bit worn and then when he got taken down Stipe just clocked him yeah Clean. My God, but he looks. Put like, his hand through Stipe his head. Like, um, new machine altogether, doesn't he? It's just Steep as a bear for a non-steroid using dude. Mm. Mm. Man, that was a beast. <laughs> Down know with the ream, pre-usada ream, post-usada ream. Pre-usada, post-usada. That's an uh, iffy one. Oh, I've got a million muscles on top of muscles. Testosterone oh. replacement treatment. My testosterone levels are low, so give me a cream to bring it up. And then these guys are going around jacked, fighting each other, like, after Man. game. They only they only just took that out of the game, two, like, last year, yeah. two years ago. It, that, I reckon that the shake-up in the divisions has a lot to do. Is I, I'd wonder about um, a lot. Certain fighters. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to name names and besmirch. Ah, throw one or two names in there if you want. I don't know. Okay, a couple of Brazilian okay. camps maybe or something like that who are known for the old Mexican supplements. We're not going to say any names. Yeah, I'm thinking but, yeah. about old couple Robbie. Of champions. I'm thinking about uh, Robbie. Robbie, like he's... Uh, I don't know about so, Robbie, uh, to be reckon? honest. No, he think... was a big dude. I was looking at some old fights. He was a big, big dude back in the, as he was rising. Mm. Big fella. I don't know. I, 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 maybe I, not. I suppose it's wrong to, it's, it's wrong to uh, credit him that way. But... Uh, yeah, I suppose what I would do is, um, I suppose you can't really. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you can't yeah. really discredit just anyone's. Fix this up two seconds. You can't really discredit anyone's uh, ability in there unless you know they're on steroids or they're taking stuff or whatever. That's okay, there, is it? Yeah. So right. we're just having an old technical. We need to sort out the power and change it because the the phone is turning off. Well, why don't you connect it up to the laptop now? You can't do that. Can't do that. I don't know. I just have to keep it on the. Um, just have to keep it going. Yeah, but good. That's good. No, no, the battery's fine, but when it's on low battery. Oh, it keeps going off, kind of thing, like. Yeah. It but it's still, we're off. still, we're still good for recording here and stuff, aren't we? We're still good for recording. Yeah. Anyway, guys, sorry there for oh, sidetracking. I'll just hold it. It'll be yeah. fine. It's not there. Oh, that's alright. Oh, that's okay. It's text by mistake. But uh, yeah, basically. Um, I just think the 
to UFC have shot themselves in the foot, really, with these uh, these weird marketing things they've got themselves into with Reebok and yeah, that's Monster a big deal. Energy, and they've only supported like one or two main ones, and they're yeah. kind of like fuck you to everyone else then, and then like all these fighters are getting shit money because they're only on so much a fight, and then they're not allowed to get sponsorship like wearing t-shirts with a uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Soft shop cork, you know, let's say a soft shop cork yeah. are sponsoring me and I'm a well, fighter. The fighters used to make a lot of money that way. Huge that's money. the way they'd pay for their training camps with the money, actually, they said, yeah. and their diet. So they'd have the year organic food and training camp just from sponsors. So the UFC go in, they take that off them, they make up this stupid Reebok deal, they go in and sell up shop as well. Then it gets a five year deal to stay on. Questionable enough as well, will he stay on? Let's see how that works. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like if you ask me, I think Bellator are probably going to come out on top here. In the future, it looks like all the fighters might go to Bellator eventually to get the old UFC. You know, the old UFC, uh, you know, you could just wear a t-shirt saying Cork, Cork uh, Soft Shop or whatever. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Moving on to that, there I was going to say a hot topic because we're topic. coming close to the end we're of this one. Because the batteries, there's all sorts yeah, of carriage. We got some serious drama here going. So, sorry for the gaps uh, in the conversation, uh, uh, but yeah, towards the, the end, foods, but I'm going to I'm going to give this decent hot topic. Make now. sure we get get the hot topics, hot topic. and we got to we got to get it okay, sorted. Okay, you ready for it? Go you ready for it? Because you did the last one, which yeah. was coconut oil. Hot topic, lads. You got to really Google this one because it's unreal. Beetroot. Boom! Boom! Back of the net. Back of the net there. Beetroot is unreal. It's full of what? Just full of? Full of nitrate. Nitrate does what? It helps the blood get oxygen faster. Which increases performance all over the place. Mm. So on every level. What do they got? They reckon people with heart failure should take beetroot to help them move around the house. How crazy is that? Move people, the house yeah, beetroot. people who can't actually get out of the chair because they have a heart failure or they've had heart condition or they have to get an operation or they're after an operation, they reckon they should drink beetroot juice every day. Imagine that. That shows how crazy beetroot juice. If you have heart problems and you they're they're advising you to take a drink of it every day, so like it helps your cardio. I've got a cool story. About. Is this like, I suppose we'd be saying fresh beetroot juice as well, not this kind of stuff. Oh, that you organic, fresh, organic, cooked you... and blended up after you've cooked. Not cooked. cooked. Hey, no. Raw. Raw, oh yeah. yeah. I thought it was Raw. cooked, no? No, you, you're not meant to cook any food. Oh. To, the, you can heat it to a low temperature, but once you heat food above a certain temperature, mm. it loses its nutritional value. So it's value. like an onion, so you chop it up and blend it. Like that, that would be beetroot to beet. I'd be juicing it. Juicing. I know you're mad for the blending, but I like mm. I like the juice. So never so cook it, always, uh, always no, raw. As soon that's as nice. you cook any sort of a vegetable, it loses nutritional mm. content. Okay. And um, that's why the best, the the, most, the highest nutrition diets mm. and the highest nutrition food is always raw food. So like I heard, a raw um, vegan or a raw mm. vegetarian type mm. of diet is very high in nutrients. And as long as the food is organic, if you're using organic, raw foods you are maximizing and you're safe from all the shit giving you headaches and all that if it's organic of course like you said before exactly but i heard an hour before training get it into you have a drink you can't yeah. be like empty st- like you're fed already or empty stomach more or less it's an hour before training you drink it and supposedly um gives you a massive kind of cardio a uh, gas tank 
we'll just go for longer I feel it gives you a bit of a jolt increases your performance they reckon they had it down to percentage and all 16% so they reckon this this uh, 16% increase is a triathlon or atathlon this guy anyway he was an English med uh, Olympic medalist 2012 the Olympics in London yeah this guy was on uh, beetroot juice anyway and uh, he, I think he got bronze or silver or something like that. He got gold as well. He got a couple of different uh, things that he came in over the years. And so using beetroot using juice beetroot as a as a performance enhancer, not just for the day. As a PED, he, he said he went nuts on it for like six months beforehand. And he reckoned what he was doing to his body was as illegal as the EPO that the cyclists were using. No in, way, except in, it was naturally except derived. It was natural. It was free. It, there was no way they could prove that he was on something because it was real and all that. That's amazing. So, and he reckoned that unless everyone was doing what he was doing, he was actually an advantage. Like, And he was the first person who was like a medal winner who wrote about it. So beetroot juice is basically performance enhancing. Yeah, but also a health enhancing yeah, thing health because it helps yeah. if you have a heart problem or whatever as well, you know. So it's a it's, an, it's a big one. And suppose high blo high blood pressure will bring that down. Um, if you have high iron in the blood, that's a big one. There, some people have too much iron in the blood. Oh, it'll bring that down too. It, will, it? it will bring down your iron levels. It will just filter out all the, the kind of blood pressure, high blood nice. pressure. So these are all kind of important ones for people to remember. If you have these problems and you're taking medication for these problems. Try taking beetroot and knock the medication back because it's probably ruining your gut health anyway. That's it, yeah. So get some, try get some, some organic stuff. beetroots. Do you know? Do you know what you can really do? You know the way I always say, get a really good juice or you'd be fed up with it. Mm. What you could do, if you were on a like, super tight budget, you could get one of those small juicers and just juice beetroot. Yeah. Or just, like, imagine if you just juice beetroot and ginger. Combine the two of them. Organic, every single day, organic. Don't get the China River stuff. Don't get the China River stuff. <laughs> dodgy, dodgy ginger. Where did you get that ginger? Uh, but um, but even, you know, something like that, you know, juice mm. one beetroot and part of a ginger every day, man, you'd be doing yourself some favour. Mm. If you did that. Right trade is super important for the body. Yeah. Not just the athletic. The it's just amazing. the athletes get the best performance of themselves by using this stuff. But like what I would be pro is everyone to get in this stuff. Uh, there's even companies now have come up with pre-shot things. They're like little shots of beetroot. Uh, like 400 megs of beetroot kind of thing. Like a shot. Alright. 3% lemon. I have one at home. Nice. What are they like? Very cool. I have one an hour before I go to the gym now. And I just, that's my little... Excellent. Kind of cardio thing. I'd go, I'd go nuts on cardio then if I was going to do something. That is a hot topic and a half. Hot topic. Hot topic. Hot oh, get, topic. get on it. Try it out for yourself. It's sure where those yeah. ones like the boy Carver. you got to try it out for yourself. That's Man, it. we were going to finish on a nice little uh, flowy out thing about um, listening to how you feel about things. How remember, you feel, like, yeah. you and me were talking about this. Following the ghost this. rather than not following the ghost. Uh, but rather I remember following my uncle there in Canada, Connor, kind of quoted this to me a long time ago. I remember you were big into it as well. If something doesn't feel right, like think about something, right? Decision you want to make or whatever. And then you kind of go, oh, no, no, I should do this. And usually your gut feeling is kind of what they say you should go by. Mm. But sometimes your gut feeling could be like the wrong feeling to go by because your gut feeling could be like your brain telling you what's right and what's wrong and all this instead of tuning into do I really want to do this or does my child really need 
this medication or do the, I want this child to go to the school yeah. you know the what does it feel is, the good, can, what does a good what does a good decision feel like as mm. opposed to a bad decision you have to have a good the, think about these things and like feeling things is very important so I think that's a good one yeah. to finish on it's positive you know it's a nice yeah. little uh, feel with are you feeling with your heart if we take it away mm. from like your gut mm. it is more feeling that the decision sits well with you mm. You know. And the last one then, obviously, so we can start the next one with something cool like this. I always wanted to say this, and I think it's just what time to throw it in. Forgiveness is super powerful. Yes. And the church took advantage of it. And if you look at all the Buddhist religions and all these beautiful religions that have real peace in them, it's all based around forgiveness. Yeah. So there was a manipulation done with the, the church. I'm just using the church as one example now. I'm sure other religions did the same thing. church. So they, they make you kind of think it's all about the church and forgiveness and God and all this. Forgive, but actually, yeah. it's empowering to forgive. Because when you forgive, you leave go of the problem. Yeah. It's gone. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. It's nothing. I don't care. I'm moving on. And I think it makes you happier in turn to forgive. And that's where you have that old saying, forgive and forget. Yeah. Well, it's also important to forget to an extent. Well, to an extent, I say, because forgiving is an easier act to just say we put it behind us mm, forget, forgetting yes. is not necessarily always you're never always going to forget but forgiving means you let go of it mm. i mean you can forgive somebody for something they've done to you and it could be something nasty but you yeah. don't necessarily forget it it doesn't mean that everything's all right mm, yeah. but it means that you're not going to dwell on it you're not going to think well, no, about so what you the, see is you see how empowering it is for the for the person who doesn't expect the forgiveness mm -hmm. So that's where but even, you don't even have to forgive them outwardly, as in mm. I would, oh, yeah. I would be more saying, yeah. yeah, like 100%. you don't have to say, oh, I forgive you. But yeah. I'm saying in the situation of, let's say you do something to me and. Don't use I'm, me as an example, man. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, no, but are, I, I get what you're saying. But it, I'm just saying that you wouldn't think of it. Like, no, work, for example. The boss is on your case. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, nice. fuck them. Like wrecking my head. Oh, yeah, I'm so yeah. pissed off yeah. at that you case. Feel like going in, giving them I a fucking one-two the next day. Like, Forgive the boss. Yeah. They're doing right. the job. Forget about He's it. He's only trying to stay on top of his He's shit as well. He's only doing like, his or yeah. her thing in his He's best He's got someone can. to answer to as well. And That's the shit's flowing down. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. That's the trick. Forgiving is not necessarily a big gesture. Forgiving is putting stuff behind you mm, and saying, mm, not being stubborn. Just kind of move on. Mm. It doesn't mean that you forget that that's the way I'm that person you, man, acts. There's a hidden happiness in forgiving. There is a, it's, it's not even know. hidden. It's, it's it, straight. There is a straight up happiness. Yeah, it's in your face. Go, it's not about being right. It's about being happy. Did you ever yeah, hear that one? Life's too short. It's not about being right. It's about being it's, happy. I love it, that. It's bang on. It's not about being right. It's about being happy. Uh, as an early finish, though, I think we'll stop it there. Really, I because, reckon uh, so. Batteries have run out. I'm not yeah. sure whether the one in the pipe being right, is still recording. Right. Anyway, lads, we've got one copy. Yeah. Oh, part two has been a blast. This is this Irish life part two. Part two. Um, signing yeah. out. Are we signing five, out with that? Two. We're signing out with that, man. We're it's all about forgiveness. Practice it. And you don't got to be a Catholic person to do that. Think you're like you're a Buddhist. Think yeah. you're. Forgiveness you know? is the process of just letting go and focusing on what's more important. Exactly. Don't focus on. The negative stuff focus on what's positive and enjoyable. Anyway, man, this is This Irish Life signing out. This Irish Life signing out. Good Thanks man. Thanks very much, lads, for listening. We'll see you again. Okay, bye now. Take care.